KYW Original Podcasts. This is KYW In-Depth. My name is Matt Leon. Salons and barber shops in New Jersey set to reopen on Monday, June 22nd. So how will the haircut, hairstyle experience change in the age of COVID-19? What changes have to be put in place in salons and barbershops for social distancing purposes and such? Lots of questions. And to get some answers, I traveled out to Washington Township in Gloucester County, an outside Raziri salon and spa, caught up with Frank Raziri, president of Raziri. He has multiple salons in the South Jersey area. We talked about what the last few months have been like and what he has had to do to get ready to reopen. Interesting stuff. Give a listen. We're talking mid-June. You're getting ready to reopen Monday. What have the last three months been like? When did you have to first shut down? Well, it's definitely been a roller coaster ride because uh, I think our exact day was, I think we shut down like about a week before the governor. So maybe it was March 15th, somewhere around there, you know. And, um, you know, that was probably the worst day of my life because, I mean, you know, I had to lay off 250 people, which was really tough. So once I got our head together on what was going on, obviously, if you told me then that you would be closed three and a half months, I'd have really had a heart attack. But, you know, we, we kind of shored up our finances, made sure we were able to say, I figured we would, my head, we're good till June. Like June 15th was my head, in my head, like worst, I always go in worst case scenario. I guess I got there. <laughs> so... What have you had to do over the last few months to get ready to reopen? How much of a challenge has it been? And because I would imagine it's one thing, social distance and all that, but you've kind of got moving parameters with what people say you should, shouldn't do, stuff like that. So how, how's that been? Well, it's been really tough because when it all started, we didn't really have any guidelines. So we didn't know what we were going to do. You know, 50% of your business, 25 six feet away, you know, so we started to try to acquire as much PPE product that we can, face masks, shields, um, hand sanitizer, and it was hard because the different pricing and vendors didn't have certain things. So, you know, you know, you got that side of it, trying to figure out what is it, and then you got the guidelines, like what are the guidelines? New Jersey was very vague on some of the guidelines. They got somewhat specific, but it was at the end. I have a salon in Florida. And they were, like, a little very loosey-goosey. And honestly, if you look at Florida right now, I am totally not surprised that they've had a spike. Because being there, I mean, you know, we require everybody in our salon. I use the New Jersey standard in Florida. Have to wear a mask. Staff has to wear a mask. Have to have your temperature taken. All the same things that we're doing in New Jersey. And in Florida, I got a lot of flack from clients that did not want to wear a mask. So what have you had to do structurally have you had to move things around take seats out add space stuff like that how have you kind of handled all that stuff yeah i mean well, i was this location's new we haven't even opened it so we just got finished building it when COVID hit so we were able to sit distance we just have like a, a black cloth over each individual chair and we have enough room here to space things out my morristown location has a lot of room and the one thing good i have big spaces so i could really social distance really good but we've you know instituted a really whole different regime on our our cleaning uh we've installed air scrubbers i've had our vents our ductwork recleaned i've had um uh new ionizing air units put inside the ductwork uh, besides that, you know, all the other things that, you know, all the alcohol, you get your own 
um, pack that has your own cape and towels and hand sanitizer at every station. So we've spent tens of thousands of dollars. I, I definitely have gone overboard, but I'm okay with that. You know, I want people to feel really safe when they come here. You have to have a temperature before, check before you come in. The employee does. You have to have, sign a waiver. We ask you questions. So we, you know, trying to cover all our bases. And how tough is that? You talk about all the things you've done to be proactive and you mentioned the money. You've also gone three months without bringing stuff. I mean, oh, yeah, how, that's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, look, the PPP program, because they extended it to 24 weeks, was really good. It's a lifesaver. I mean, we would have been, we would have had a very, very rough time without the PPP program. At the beginning, I didn't know we were had it. So we kind of got our money shored up. So we would have been okay, would have definitely been a struggle. This is still tough, but I don't have to lose as much sleep as I'm losing every day. And, you know, it's just all the different procedural things that you have to do. I mean, it's not just, you know, I can just open my business anyway. It's like it's, it's a certain guidelines that I have to follow and, you know, all the things that have to be done. Um, it's been really tough, you know. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's tough. I don't know. In your head... How long are you kind of working under the assumption that this is going to be life? Or are you just kind of a to-be-determined? What we're doing now is procedure until we I'm, hear differently. Yeah. My mindset is this is the new-new. If we go back to anything similar to what we had, then that consider that like a gift. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I hope one day we don't have to wear a mask. But I think it protects, like I'm protecting you, you're protecting me. So for that, I, I think we can inconvenience ourselves. The level of the sanitation that we have to do. I mean, we were always extremely clean at what we did. So um, I'm okay with that. I'm actually, as long as I can open my businesses like this in my school, which I still haven't gotten any guidance from the State Board of Cosmetology yet. As long as I can open my businesses, that's the way it has to be to be safe and respectful to everyone. I'm good. Now, you have a barbershop or barbershops in addition to salons? We we usually connect our barbershops in the salon space. Is one... Does one require more that you've learned more than the other? Well, actually, the barbershops always had a super high standard of sanitation. You know, what they're not going to be able to do in the barbershop is they're not going to be able to do beards, only because it's just hard to take the mask right. and do all that. Other than that, you know, there's nothing that we have that's like you're not going to get one more level of sanitation than the other. We're all at a super high level, you know. So you mentioned you had to lay off 250 people. Have you been able to bring back, or is that still a work in progress? Yeah, yeah. We, we've just, um, you know, uh, we had a skeleton staff in our school. Then we brought the, that group back, and they've been doing distance learning. Uh, we just, on the 15th, just brought back most of our hairstylists and barbers. Um, I think massage therapists will be the last group because we're not going to open massage therapy until about a month after we open. So probably like July 22nd, somewhere around there. So we're, yeah, we're, we're hiring everybody back. How tough has it been? We talk about the financial and, you know, the work you have to put in, but just from a personal level, something, watching something you've built and you don't know, like, like take me back to late March, early yeah, April, I mean, where you don't know. I was ready for it to all go. I mean, I, I was, I mean, I'm also a very, you know, I'm extremist in my mind, you know. I was prepared in my mind that we were losing everything. And I would just start over again. You know, I don't know what that meant, you know. I mean, I have leases and buildings. I employ a lot of people. Um, so I figured, like, okay, if I lose everything and I just go behind the chair in a 
small little shop one day a week that I hopefully, you know, kept one of the five places, then I just start over again. You know, I mean, there's really, it was really nothing I could really do, you know, and my mindset now going into it is I'm, I, I, I closed two locations. One, I moved because I needed it for my school space. One in Florida, I closed. I'm streamlining my business. I'm actually going to shrink it a little bit. I just want to do super high quality, give the best service, the best teaching in my school. And um, I think I'm going to take a year or two to just do that and not look at any new projects. Because usually I'm like looking to buy something and change something. I'm not going to do that right now. You know, I've, I've learned that uh, I think uh, a little less is better. What have you heard from clients as far as their concerns coming back if you if you've heard well, from you people know, regular I mean, customers stuff like you know, that I, I think the first was my staff when they saw the level of what we're doing like i think they felt a lot comfortable and i'm sure that some of them are going to be a little nervous just like everybody should be nervous but um and i think the same thing with my guests i mean i'm sure if a guest comes in here and they don't see somebody wear a mask or someone sat they're going to be like whoa what's going on i would be you know so you know, I want them to all know that we're really like, that is like priority one. Um, we've tried to do like, we just did a video the other day that first we sent out to our stylist and then we sent out to all the staff just so they know what we're doing. I got a coalition of the South Jersey salons together to make sure like as a group of South Jersey salons, we're all running our business similar on how we're handling like sanitation, PPE, all that kind of stuff. So I feel, I feel really comfortable with that. I mean, look, if we all are responsible, responsible for one another and make sure that we do the things, you know, wash your hands, use a mask, do all those things, you know, I actually think we're going to be okay. It's when you see people that don't want to wear a mask, don't want to do all the other things. It's just, that's what's really bothersome to me. And it's, I'm blown away how some people are just, and they actually are mad, like you're taking away their civil liberty. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just trying to make sure we're all safe. I do like the fact that our governor said that you have to wear a mask because he takes it away from me. I'm like, look, it's, it's, a, it's a law. It's not my decision. In Florida, it was my decision, and I caught a lot of slack for it. How excited are you for Monday? Are you more excited or more nervous just to kind of... Yeah, I would say I'm, um, I'm never an overly excitable person, you know, to anything. You know, I kind of try to stay even keel. But I would say that I am uh, cautiously optimistic. And I want to just take it one step at a time and make sure we do all the right things, mainly for safety. And are you, I'm sure you are, but is there a, a part of you that's like we kind of, because I think it's one thing to put plans in place on paper, and right. in, but then oh, after change. a first couple of days, no. you're like, ah, oh, you know what, this isn't, are you ready to be Absolutely. that nimble? Absolutely. I think in this environment today, you have to be extremely fluid. Like we've changed things, you know, um, that's not going to work or this is going to be a little bit better and we changed things when we did it in Florida it was a really good test for me um, since I'm doing all the same things in Florida that I did here and vice versa I don't have to change anything procedurally um, so I'm I have to be fluid in this situation we'll look at it every day and have you had any stylists that have like you've asked them to come back and they're like I'm not really comfortable or is pretty much everybody ready to to get back to work. Yeah, we've had a few and I get it. Like, you know, if you're not if you if you feel unsafe then I I'm totally fine with that. Whatever. You need to look at the end of the day, you have to feel comfortable to come into work cuz you know, and if you don't feel safe then you don't feel safe, you know. That's it for this episode of KYW in depth coronavirus. 
For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area, or if you want to know how what you see or hear on the news is going to change your own life or your own routine, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.